Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Shard Dangerous. And it's your boy, DJ Big Bopper here. And we are back, finally, with another episode of Wave, Wave of the, the Planet. Planet. Uh, Happy New Year. That's right. I think this is our first one since the new year, right? Yes, it is. Our first podcast of 2019. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. We're both back at work, off of vacation. Uh, I believe we got school starting up next week. Yeah, so next week is going to be a, uh, t- t- a full of content for you guys. We got a lot of snooze and stories this week. Uh, we got quite a bit we got to c- catch up on. So Yeah, so this week is going to be about that. Next week we'll talk about a little bit about our New Year's resolutions, how school has started so far, and how everything plays in with that. Uh, but first, our first song of the week of the new year. Bob, what- take it away. All right. Mine's going to have to be, uh, I know I've already used Daft Punk as being my people one time. Um, my new one is going to be The Weeknd, and it's going to be Starboy that has Daft Punk on that track. Okay. And uh, I think it's really good. It makes a really good um, pop electro kind of deal, like a little uh, mashup. So let's take a listen real quick. All right. And I get like this uh, more futuristic, like disco feel from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, honestly, okay. Don't look at me funny when I say this, but I feel like remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about Tron and how Daft Punk like yeah. nailed that. That is a song that I could almost see in Tron. See, that's what almost. I'm saying. Like, man, like that could have been a real suave scene where he's just like walking and they're like getting ready to battle. I don't know. I, I kind of see it in my head. I think Daft Punk makes everything more futuristic and sound amazing i don't think actually i don't really think i've ever heard a song by daft punk i didn't enjoy so yeah honestly now what would be your uh song of the week okay so we talk about him all of the time all of the time literally i think every podcast we talk about this man and it's not like on purpose um but Post Malone released a new song like uh, a little bit before the new year. I think it was like, I really, I think it came out December 29th. Um, it's called Wow. I don't know why I like it so much. I think because he mentioned Stack Prescott in it. No, but I think it's, I just think it's funny. And then um, the music video is hilarious. So let's take a listen to that. So I think it's a I like it. I think it's funny. Also, I was just reading some uh, like comments because like I'll go like look at it on YouTube and mm-hmm. like see how it's doing and stuff. And uh, 
you know, like on the podcast and on the station, we play clean music. Right. And so, like, <laughs> well, the comments on this video, on the video for it, like the clean version, is like only Christians here? Question mark or somebody says when you get the ox and you're with a, your Christian friend. <laughs> I was about to say you can't or, have that crazy or, gangster music in my white suburban neighborhood. <laughs> or my grandma's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's I think it's funny, but uh, yeah. This uh, I love this song. I think it's really, um, I think it's really catchy, and it's just funny. Um, it's for when you want to party at Sunday school, you know. No, yeah, and you know how I am. Like I hate songs that are like less than three minutes because I think what's the point? But this is another one that like I just like I don't know. I like will play it in the car on my way home and just like bump. <laughs> so I don't know. It's really good to me. So I, the only thing I hate, like, songs that are three minutes, they're over so quickly. You're just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, on this one, I'll go back and play it again. Just have it on that YouTube slash repeat, baby. Yeah. No, like, cue it up <laughs> on my Spotify. Yeah, Speaking of Spotify. Yeah. Okay. So on our Spotify, we got a little bit going on our new um 2018, we had this little bit of a Latin explosion. By the way, what are we going to talk about in news today? Oh, yeah. So we got a little bit on R. Kelly. Uh, Yeah, trigger warning. We'll let you know before that happens. But we are going to talk about that for just a sec. We got some streaming services in the 2018. uh, Just kind of a recap. Yeah. Letting us know exactly what has happened all the 2018 since we actually do have uh, since it is now 2019. We're going to go over the headliners for Coachella and then a bunch of different miscellaneous news on my end. What about yourself? I've got um, just some news from the Golden Globes. I know that's not really uh, super music-y, but um, the things that we're going to talk about pertain to music for sure. Um, the iHeartRadio Music Awards are on March 14th, um, so we've got all the nominees. So we're just going to go through the list of a couple of the ones that'll uh, pertain to us. And then um, I also have some stuff about uh, R. Kelly um, and that he's canceled. And then um, a little bit about Ethica, if we get mm-hmm. there. Um, an underwear brand, and then I got some sports stories, of course. So, like uh, you were just saying, let's take it away with Spotify. All right, so in 2018, the streaming services uh, helped fuel a new Latin explosion. And we kind of talked about this over this, well, this past couple months, about how uh, Spotify was having the more um, adverse, trying to like really branch out and get people to listen to other, uh, other music from other cultures other countries so they always had like that rotating around the world yeah because um yeah we were talking about how bts is coming up real big Mm -hmm. and like how spotify is pushing that forward and they're like throwing more latin music on all on their like recommended playlists and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and and they were saying that okay so this was off of uh, npr's music's latino podcast and it released the year-end list of the 2018's best songs and albums. And along the way, the team has done some reading and thinking of the trends that started in 2017, and it has only gained momentum. In the world of streaming music services, Latin artists have been cleaning up. It's all about streaming. Um, they said YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and not just there, but in Spanish-speaking countries across the world. And according from data from YouTube, uh, from Spotify and Apple Music, it says that the three most streamed artists with the most views in 2018 were all Spanish-language artists with uh, eye-popping numbers from Ozuna at 10 billion views, J Balvin at 11 billion views. So, I mean, I think I think it's great because we're able to hear music that's not particularly like what we're used to, what 
or usually comes out of our country. You get a little bit of music from around the world. And it's really good to see uh, a real good resurgence of all this. Like uh, like I said, BTS coming with the K-pop. We got a lot more um, Latino music coming. Um, it looks like we had some uh, some from Africa as well. I know we had like an entire month. It was a bunch of different uh, co- music, the music of Africa. And that yeah. one was really, really interesting, really nice. Because it's all acoustic. I mean, it just sounds yeah. real. You know? it, it, it allows you to experience... Um, a different culture's music, like we, you know, you can always, you can listen to Latin music, but it's kind of cooler when they're like, um, you know, l- here's some recommended stuff that mm-hmm. like, stuff that you already listened yeah, to. based off of what you listened, exactly. That's one of the reasons I really love Spotify is that it gives you recommendations that are around your tastes and stuff, so... And then uh, another record on Spotify, or Spotify, sorry, Mariah Carey's 1994 Christmas classic set a new streaming record on Spotify. So um, we're talking about All I Want for Christmas is You, and uh, this popular classic has set one new day streaming record on Spotify on Christmas Eve. Uh, Chart data reported that All I Want for Christmas is You, released in 1994, was played 10.8 million times on Spotify on Monday, and the song bested the record set by rapper-singer XXXTentacion, who logged 10.4 million streams with Sad a day after his death. So, this, I mean, I think that's pretty crazy because this song's been around as long as I've been alive. Yeah, and the thing about this song is I didn't know that it was an original. Really? Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I thought that this was just one of those Christmas songs that had been around for a while. Because, you know, am I, I'm like, there really aren't a lot of original Christmas songs anymore. Well, Lot was true. wrong. This song was written in 1994. And, like, I mean, it's been 24 years, but, like, it's still that song. Yeah. It will always be. It. Um, she came out with uh, Merry Christmas to You, which was like um, the first album was Merry Christmas to You. So it's like number two instead of words two. Mm-hmm. And she remastered the song. And then there's the extra festive version, the version with Justin Bieber. And so, I mean, she just really is never going to do any wrong with this song every single year honestly she's probably gonna break the record next year too i was like well it's not a surprise that um every year it resurfaces on the top billboards top 100 uh this year's song it reached its heights peak at number six on the billboard hot 100 chart and then which fell off of course as soon as it hit the new year yeah yeah i mean this is like uh this is one of those things where like michael buble I don't really, I don't listen to Michael Bublé if it's not after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has other albums, but most of them are covers. Yeah. And then he's got like one song that I've heard. Because his Christmas original, song is an original, right? No, but his Christmas album is covers. Oh, but okay. they're really good. Like, hmm. I like his, when I hear his voice, it's Christmas to me. So like, it, I don't know, I think it's funny because like, during like the holidays, his like, that, I think that's when he makes his money. Like, that's when yeah, he'll trend and, like, do really yeah. good on Spotify, and then it'll drop right back down after the new year. Hey, man, that's all you need. I mean, I think they, they were saying Mariah Carey made 30 to $60 million off of that song yeah, every year. I so. just read something, and it was, like, Dece- it was published on December 18th, and it said Mariah Carey's already made $60 million from all I want oh, for Christmas yeah, this year. Wow. A so, lot like, more than I thought she made. <laughs> like, what? Well, I guess it's kind of used in, you gotta think it. Using probably department stores across the world. Um, oh, abs- oh, absolutely, and I don't know who owns like the rights to the song, but her. 
I know. I think the record, maybe the record company might, but I know that she's getting royalties. Oh out yeah, hundred percent. And then you know they're used in a lot of uh, commercials, still used in movies today. And she always, I mean, you always see her around uh, Christmas time. She her live performing it. So yeah, um, I think it was a couple days before Christmas. Me and my mom were watching. Oh no, no, no! It was for uh, New Year's, and you know she had that snafu. What was it last year? Oh yeah, with the uh, the lip syncing. Yeah. Or and, where um, she or was that was it lip syncing or did she just no? Sound terrible? I think it was last year was the lip syncing because the year before it was terrible. Okay, but um, she was singing not one of her newer songs, but um, I don't know. I'm an old school Mariah Carey fan. This is what I was raised on, so like I love her old stuff. And she was singing it, but like you can tell that she had like brought it down like in key uh-huh. to fit where she didn't have to sing those high notes anymore because. I think- not that she can't, but you know what I mean? Like, oh, I bet it's hard on the vocal cords. Absolutely. My mom was like, she's had a baby. She's had twins. I was like, does that affect it? And she was like, yeah. But you know who can hit those high notes? Ariana Grande. That's true. Dude. And speaking of Ariana Grande, she was the most streamed pop artist of 2018 on Apple Music. And she was also 2018's most streamed female artist on Spotify and 2018's most streamed pop female artist on YouTube. So she cleaned up on all platforms. That surprises me none. She deserves it all. Well, I mean, the world's best-selling female pop albums of 2018, number one is Sweetener. Yeah. So, oh, which but, doesn't which, surprise me at all. Which was a great album, though. Yeah, I get that yeah, on no. vinyl. I like, 100% get that on vinyl. Like, we kind of, we had talked about it, um, how she's kind of, like, evolved, and the stage she's at now, like... There's times I'd be listening to your music. I didn't even know it was Ariana Grande, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, crazy. You were just telling me earlier how like you're like really getting into Ariana Grande. Yeah, no, she did, she sounds freaking great, and I, I don't know. I always thought I, it's kind of weird, but you know, like her her music just sounds good. She has a great voice. The beats are phenomenal, and it's just like it just keeps me enthralled the entire time. Like yeah. it keeps me in it. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is, but Ariana, you're doing something right. So we go with that. And then, of course, we had number two was Camila with Camila Cabello. Number three was Reputation Taylor, Taylor Swift and uh, Dua Lipa by Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. So is that is that like normal for a pop yeah. like to use their name their as their name first is, album? Yeah. Okay. Usually, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's very common. Camila Cabello's first is titled Camila. Camila, and then Dua Lipa's yeah. is. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, yeah. yeah. Which is crazy because they're both on the top four. So. Yeah, with their first album. That's so dope. that's awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Exactly. Well, speaking of those two, um, they are nominated for some My Heart Radio noms. Want to uh-huh. go through those real quick? Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and go. Let's go through that. What we got? Okay, so we usually play a game. I don't think we have time for the game today. But and there's a um, lot of categories. <laughs> yeah, but we can just you know say who we think. Uh, for Song of the Year, Better Now by Post Malone. Girls Like You by Maroon 5 and Cardi B, God's Plan, Perfect in the Middle. So for me, in my head, I'm like, holy crap, Perfect and God's Plan came out. Yeah, I don't like Girls Like You. I think the only thing that saved that song was Cardi B's verse on it, but I don't like it. I I would go better now by Post Malone, too. uh, Or the middle. See, I'm really petty, so I kind of like the message of uh, better now. Yeah, oh, 100%, yeah. Definitely, I mean. 100%. (laughs) Okay, female artist of the year, 100%. It's going to be Ariana Grande. I'm hoping. Or but, uh, Cardi B. Or Cardi B, but Camila Cabello's on the new, list. She had the newcomers. Yeah. Camila Cabello's on the list, Dua Lipa's on the list, and Halton. See, mine's going to be either Ariana Grande or Cardi, 
But yeah. I know I'm probably going to lose, and it's going to be like Halsey. I mean, I think Halsey's nominated for something else, um, too. Oh, but okay. I would 100% think that it would be, I would think that it would be Ariana Grande. Well, when we get done with this, I'll tell you why I think it could be Halsey. Okay. Uh, for male artists of the year, Drake, Ed Sheeran, Kendrick, Lamar, Post Malone, or Shawn Mendes. I don't think it's going to be Drake. It's going to be Kendrick. I, I would like, I, I mean, I could see it being Drake, but I don't think it's going to be him. I um, I don't think it's going to be Ed Sheeran either. I think it's going to be Kendrick, Lamar, or Drake. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it would be Post Malone either, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or Shawn Mendes. Unfortunately. Um, best duo or group of the year, Five Seconds of Summer. BTS. Imagine Dragons, oh. Maroon 5, Panic at the Disco, or 21 Pilots. I'm going Wait, with 21 Pilots. BTS isn't on that? Mm-mm. Wild. Um, I'm going with Panic at the Disco. But Imagine Dragons just had an album come out this year. And 21 Pilots, I'm going to go 21 Pilots. Between the two, between Panic at the Disco and 21 Pilots for me. All right, well, I'll I'll use Panic then. Um, Some of their songs. (laughs) Best Collaboration, Finesse by Bruno Mars and Cardi B. Um, Girls Like You with Maroon 5 and Cardi B. Uh, I Like It by Cardi Cardi B B and Bad Bunny. (laughs) Meant to Be by Baby Rexa and Florida Georgia Line or The Middle by Zed. I think it could be the middle. Cardi B's got a real fighting chance. She's on three of the yeah, five I know. songs. She definitely has. I don't know. I like. I, I like it though. I I I would love for I that. I like. To I win. like it. Well, I know Finesse won something last. Yeah, it did. Mm. And it's also voted. Um, it's also in the best music video category, um, along with "Delicate" by Taylor Swift, "Freaky Friday," that's the one with Lil Dicky and uh, Chris uh, Brown. Yeah. Uh, God's plan is in there. Cardi B's got a quite a few in the best music video, um, but also Thank You Next and This Is America. Um, yeah. Out of those two. I think Thank You Next might win that one. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and then let's see. Yeah, for best collaboration, I'm going to give it to either The Middle or Cardi B. I mean, that's just me. Uh, best new pop artist. There's Bozzy, Love, Marshmallow, Max, and NF. Okay, now, so I know who all of these guys are. Do is you? It, is it still like? Is it this EDM Marshmallow? Or is yes. It a, okay. Yes. It's interesting. He's getting into pop. Well, I gotta go with him because I know him the most. <laughs> yeah, I would go Marshmallow or Bozzy. Um, but I love Max too. Now, okay, alternative rock. Africa by Weezer. Yep. Alternative <laughs> rock song of the year. There's um, Africa by Weezer, Broken by Lovely the Band, Happier, which I think will win. I think. Ooh, I think Happier, High Hopes, and Natural all have a chance. Um, I think it'll be... I think it'll be Happier. I think we're going to do it for the memes that go for Africa. <laughs> oh, they're nominated for something else, too. Um, <laughs> best New Rock slash Alternative Rock Artist. I So AJR, one of my favorite bands. I know, not a lot of people know about them. But AJR, I'm telling you, if you went to this concert live, it is, it is the most amazing. This was... My favorite concert that I've ever been to, and I, and we went to go see Paramore this summer. Oh, that was so. This should tell you a lot. Um, they're just amazing performers. <laughs> um, their music's like it's like rock alternative. We play one of their songs on the station, okay. "Burn the House Down." Um, but I got to go see it. I took my best friend to go see them at the beginning of last year, and it was amazing. Um, they have a chance, but one hundred percent, Billie Eilish is going to win this category. I think. Um, I would love to see AJR win it though. Um, Rock Song of the Year, Are You Ready by Disturbed, Bulletproof by Godsmack, Devil by Shinedown, Safari Song by Greta Van Fleet, or The Zombie Cover by Bad Wolves? Dude, honestly, out of all those, Zombie is the best in my opinion. Yeah. 
And I mean, I like that song already. Plus, I think how Bad Wolves did it was phenomenal. Yeah, I did too. But like the new Disturb wasn't that great. Um, Bulletproof, I didn't think was that good. Yeah, no. and then like for rock artist of the year, it's pretty much all them. And I think I would go Greta Van Fleet. Um, yeah, I don't know. Bad Wolves wasn't nominated. I think I'd go Greta Van Fleet or maybe uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, I'd probably go with Five Finger Death Punch just because. I support them troops, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And then there's a dance song of the year. So that's Friends, Marshmallow, uh, and Anne-Marie, which I think you've heard that song, F-R-I-E-N-D. Oh, well, I'll play it for you later. It's a good one. And then Happier with Marshmallow. Um, one Kiss with Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa. Remind Me to Forget with Kygo and Miguel. And then the middle, I think the middle might take it. But I really think Happier might, just because that music video was killer. Like, it just makes you so sad. Yeah, I'm going to go with the middle <laughs> on that one. I like the middle. Um, dance Artist of the Year, 100% Marshmallow. Uh, Calvin Harris, Kygo, Marshmallow, The Chainsmokers, and Zed, I think it's going to be uh, Marshmallow. I don't think The Chainsmokers did um, enough this year. Uh, Calvin Harris had a couple things out. Kygo did pretty well, like Cal- but... but um, I like Calvin Harris. Um, yeah, I'd probably... Uh, <sighs> See, I was never huge into Marshmallow. Like, he was always kind of like... I'm not, like, a super, super... Like, I'm not a super, super Marshmallow fan, but I do like his music, and I think that he's made the biggest impact this year. As far as, like... Well, I, he's, he's had... also been dipping into other genres, like, I yeah. haven't seen. Yeah, um, he's, like, pushing the most out. I think that, like, I've seen the most music, like, popular music with him on it. Like, I think, like, a lot of people I know, they went from, like, uh, Skrillex to Marshmallow, and I'm just like... <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's funny, uh, it would be at, like, a frat party, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, hey, I'll put on something, to put on Marshmallow, and I'm just yeah. like, God. Well, they're just trying to dance, you know? Um, for... <laughs> Normies. <laughs> Locals. <laughs> <laughs> Hip-hop song of the year. Um, God's Plan, I Like It, In My Feelings, Nice For What, or Psycho. So Drake's got a real running chance, I think, um, in my feelings. I want it to win. I just do. Just for the Kiki's out. My roommate's name is Kiki. She's like, I hate that so much. I'll have to go with the God's plan. No, that was God's a good one, plan. too. And I had a really good impact this year. I like Drake. I, I think all, all of Scorpion was really good, in my opinion. I really, I want Drake to take home Hip Hop Artist of the Year. Um, Cardi B, Drake, Kendrick like Lamar, Post Malone, and Travis Scott. He already hit like triple platinum just from his singles off before Scorpion was even done. So, I mean, hey. I like him for this. I want him for this. Um, for Hip Hop Artist of the Year. I could see, I don't think that uh, Astro World was good enough, honestly, to take it. it. I mean, it was okay, but I didn't think it was good enough. Um, Post Malone, <sighs> Beer Longs and Bentley's was good, but. Not that good. Not, yeah. Um, Cardi B's album was pretty good, but. I mean, she had she had a lot of nominations too, but I, I just really like Drake for this. I want this for him. Um, he he just had a really good year with music. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> best new hip hop? No, I definitely know who Lance is gonna say. Juice so, World. Yeah, one hundred percent, and I agree. Yeah, I'm gonna have agree. to agree with him on that. Um, Blockboy JB, Juice World, Lil Baby, Lil Pump, and then Triple X. They're gonna give it to Triple X because he's posthumous that or i swear to god they give it to lil pump i'll never watch these they're not gonna give it to lil pump they're not gonna give it to lil they can't they they can't (laughs) i know that's your favorite artist and all yeah for sure (laughs) i'm totally getting his up no um i think juice world on vinyl and it's signed i mean honestly i think uh juice world deserves it but i could see them giving it to triple x 
um, R&B Song of the Year, Boot Up, Finesse Remix, Medicine, Skywalker, and When We. Now, Boot Up was good, but I really love Miguel. And I, I really like Skywalker for this, but I'm pretty sure that either that Boot Up is probably going to win. That's what I think. Yeah, I'll have to agree on that one. R&B Artist of the Year, Daniel Cesar, LMI, Her, Miguel, and SZA. Um, SZA. I think, yeah, I think so too. Um, but best new R&B artist, I like, uh, there's LMI, Her, and Queen Nigel. I like LMI for that. Yeah, I don't know any of them. <laughs> her, her, H-E-R, she's not really, I've heard that she's not really that good live. So, or maybe it's SZA that's not really good live. I don't know, one of the two. Um, and then, so best lyrics, right? Consequences by Camila Cabello. Um, God's Plan with Drake, Girls Like You, Thank You Next, or Without Me. Um Thinking about lyrics wise, um, they all almost kind of have the same message. Thank you. I like "Thank You Next" lyric wise. I think like if you actually listen to the words of that song, it's good. I think because it's about like learning from your past relationships and past mistakes and stuff like that. And it's like I'm so grateful that I had these experiences and I'm you know done yeah. with these people versus "Without Me" by Halsey is like. Tell me how it feels sitting up there. You know, like. How did you think you could live without me? What about that? God's plan. I mean, God's plan's a good one, too. That's, like, a good, like... I just want Drake to win something, all right? No, yeah, I do, too. Um, also, I really love Consequences by Camila Cabello, if you haven't heard it. Oh, best cover? It's really good. That's easy. No, yeah, I 100% knew Africa that you were going to say Weezer. Africa by Weezer. <laughs> I actually... Okay, let me see. Natural Woman was really good. She did really good on that. Um, a Million Dreams might win because it's from the greatest showman oh yeah and that was that was real good well didn't um lady gaga and bradley cooper end up winning a golden globe yeah they did they won a golden globe this week they they won something for music i thought um well actually i have that because uh bohemian rhapsody won pretty big oh yeah that's as well i forgot about that um but a star is born they got shut out pretty much by Bohemian Rhapsody. That but sucks. They, yeah, I know, right? Which I was really surprised about. Um, but th- they did win for Shallow, for Best Original Song. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm good. Um, but then there's Best Music Video. Um, out of all of these, Freaky Friday was a good one. The one with <laughs> Lil Dicky and Chris Brown. Yeah, I liked I that, like one. that one. Uh, Thank You Next was pretty good. And uh, This Is America. I think those three have a chance. I just, I don't think the music video of This Is America is that great. It's all about messages. Yeah, I know. The message, like I said, the message is good. I just didn't like the video. Um, and then there's a Social Star Award. Um, I think these are funny. The only ones that I know, well, Dylan Minier, he was in um, 13 Reasons Why. Uh, bad Baby, if she if she wins, I will. Bad, isn't it Bad Body? Whatever. Bad Body. Gosh. I don't. I don't care to learn her name. She's the Catch Me Outside girl, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't care to learn her name. I don't care to learn anything about her. She's not even legal. She's not even seventeen. Social. Isn't neither is my boy Lil Pump. Lil Pump's like eighteen now. Oh, is he now? I think right. so. Yeah. I thought he was like sixteen when he made that song. Look here, he might have been. <laughs> um, you know who I really think is gonna win this one? Mm-hmm. Mason Ramsey. That's the yodeling kid. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
He's nominated uh, Tana Mojo, which if you're like, if you watch YouTube on a regular basis, then you know who Tana Mojo is. And then Trixie Mattel, which is so funny because that's one of my favorite drag queens. And I don't, she's not a pretty drag queen. She's a drag queen who like looks like a clown on purpose. But she just won All Stars 3. But uh, yeah, they're all nominated. Um, Let's see. Cutest Musician's Pet. I don't know. I think it's funny that uh, Piggy Smalls is nominated. Piggy Smalls? Yeah, that's Ariana, Ariana Grande's little pig. <laughs> and then um, Best Solo Breakout. It's literally all the girls, or almost all the girls from, oh my God, it is all the girls from Fifth Harmony minus Camila. Yeah. And then Tiffany Young. I think Lauren's going to win it because she just had an album come out. Normani had a song with Khalid, though. Well, yeah. So, but I think Lauren's going to win. And then uh, songs that left us shook. Ooh, that's an actual category. Um, thank you next or this is America. I think this is America. I think so. I- I'm gonna put that one on that one because, like, right away, I was like, "This is not where I thought this was going at all." Yeah, I was like, "Songs that have us shook." I think that if um, um, Kesha's song that came out at the beginning of the year, oh, yeah. praying because she finally got uh, done with all that legal issues yeah, that she and was- I love um. Kesha, so for did you see The Greatest Showman? No, oh, but so good. Wait, actually, I lied. I have seen it. But did you know Hugh Jackman is doing a tour? Yes, and I really, I would, Mo- I might invest some money into that. You, you know how I got? Well, it's the same way I got conned into seeing Les Mis. Your boy Gladiator's in it, so I watched Les Mis <laughs> <laughs> or I Les Mis. Sorry, I haven't seen Les Mis, but um, and then then this one, your boy Wolverine's in it. I'm like, all right, well, I gotta watch it now. I was like. <laughs> Well, so they asked um, different artists to cover songs mm-hmm. for, like, the soundtrack. And um, Brendan Urie does uh, the greatest, like, this is the greatest show. Yeah. He sounds so good on it. Kesha does um, This Is Me. And she sounds amazing. And, like, people were talking about how her newest album doesn't sound like Kesha. Well, and, like, it's, it's not Key she Dollar Sign. finally be her. Yeah. She's not Key Dollar Sign Ha anymore. She's Kesha. And so, you know what I mean? Like, this is the sound that she's wanted all along, but she, uh-huh. you know, had this, like, trashy party if, girl image. If she was in, like, you know, the UK or, well, I guess, European Union and, and, and a total, does she go to, like, Kesha Pound Sign? Or? Well, I mean, not anymore, because she's just Kesha now. You're right. But, I don't know. That's a good question, Bob, and I hate you for asking it. <laughs> <laughs> um, up next... What do we got? Do you want to go well, to? I want to talk about why I think Halsey could win. Okay. And just like in 20. I mean, I kind of agree with you. Because 2018, like, it was definitely a year for the women. Like, yes, it we was. We saw, like, you know, they dominated the charts. Um, I mean, uh, this last year was Cardi's first year, right? Or, no. Or... No. Um, I think Cardi started what? She probably started, like, mid-2017, but 2018, she blew up. Yeah, because I know she got she had the best new artist. Yes, yeah. I, believe so. I mean, uh, think about it. I mean, you hadn't heard Cardi for in a or before these past year and a half. You hadn't. You've never heard of her. Now she's on everything. You know, she has how many albums she have now? Four. No. No, she has three. Cardi. Who? I don't. Because I know she just had Invasion of Privacy was the last one to come out, right? Yeah. Well, I think and, I think that was her first album, oh, though, and the rest that? were mixtapes. Oh, okay. And I know she's done a lot of collabs and whatnot with other people. She's but. had, okay, <laughs> gangsta music, 
Gangsta B-Word Music Volume 1 came out in 2016. Volume 2 came out in 2017. And then Invasion of Privacy came out uh, in 2018. Yeah, three. All right. <laughs> and you know what I appreciate? The first album had 13 songs. The second album had 10. And the last one had 13. I don't mind a, uh, like a short album. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite albums has like mm, like eight songs on it. As long like I like a good eight songs. You know what I mean? Yeah, as long as like... It's got nine songs on it. You know, they all sound it. good, and they, had, they meet a certain time, yeah? Yeah. It's got nine songs on it, and it's like, I don't skip any of them. I listen to it all the way through, and I'm okay with that. And, man, I mean, we've had a, Dua Lipa, Kamiya, um, Halsey, they all came out of nowhere. And, I mean, okay, so we'll go here. Um, 2019 is going to be all about the women rolling the charts, probably again. Um so we have on Monday, January seventh, Billboard confirmed that Halsey's "Without Me" dethroned Ariana's "Thank You Next" on the Hot 100. So this marks the 24-year-old's first solo number one. She previously enjoyed a 12-week run on top alongside the Chainsmokers with "Closer," oh, and she was. I love. I remember when that song came out. Me and my roommates would not stop singing it. I was listening to it in the car. It's embarrassing. But anyway, continue. <laughs> so she goes, wow, I'm very overwhelmed and confused and so very, 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 very ha- happy. She gushed on Instagram. Uh, this song came from a very lonely place and brought me to one of the most loved and supported moments of my life. Right now, my brain is washing machine of emotion on a very high cycle. So, I mean, just from that, like, man. It, and See, and this makes me so freaking mad because every time I... I type in, like, without me, always Halsey comes up. I just want to listen to my boy Eminem. You know, um, well, you know, that's one of my karaoke. Eminem is my karaoke go-to. And when I get a little bit, and sometimes me and my roommate will do, we'll partake in what we call drinking and driving. Now, we're not actually drinking and driving. We're at home having a little drinky poo, and then we'll just (laughs) play some Mario Kart and race each other, right? That's, That's called Beerio Kart? I mean, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, when we do this, I don't know, when I tend to be, to get intoxicated, I tend to, like, really aggressive him and him. So, there's that. See, like, when we play that, if, every time you, like, fall off the course or whatever, you'd have to take a shot. Mm, um, one of my roommates would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, No, it's definitely, I mean, it's one of those games that can only last so long because... <laughs> You only yeah. do worse and worse before yeah. over the game. You just so. keep getting worse and worse and worse. And if you think that you're going to be a good, like you think that you can drive okay when you're drunk, no, no, you cannot. And Bureau Cart is, you know, a good teller. Yeah, good luck. You definitely if you're using the Wii remotes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Good luck. I have to use the wheel and even still, I'm like, Hoo! see, nah. I use the. I have the switch that can be like that, but I like mm. there. Oh, man, yeah. plug. <laughs> You. We're gonna go into this is gonna be a little bit more of a trigger warning. We're gonna start talking about R. Kelly right now, and uh, so if you do don't want to hear that, just you can skip this portion for just, a little bit. Yeah, skip yeah. like the next five or so minutes. We're gonna talk about it. We won't go too into detail, but we, uh, I mean, it, you know, we have to. We're, we're talking about music and pop culture, and this is something that's going on right now, and it's mm-hmm. been happening for a while. Um, and it, I'll probably cry a little bit. It's going to get sensitive, but, you know. Yeah, it's definitely something just to be talked about because, I mean, you guys been, I don't know, how long has he even been? It's been, I think he went um, to court in 2004, but it's been happening since. It's still been going on. Before, way before yeah. then, yeah. Jeez. Did you get I a think, chance to watch the documentary? No, I have I not. I watched all six parts. See, but I do know he had like 21 different um, charges of underage sexual um 
misconduct. misconduct. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, I mean, it all started with uh, the six-part documentary series, Surviving R. Kelly, uh, yeah. which aired on Lifet- last week on Lifetime. Yeah, it was like, uh, I think it was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday with an encore on Sunday. And, um, I mean, if you would like to kind of give a brief synopsis, I mean, I haven't seen I know, I mean, I, I you know, know what of, it is about. Yeah. But, um, you know, I didn't watch it. So, basically, um, spoiler alert and trigger warning, um, R. Kelly has been getting away with doing these things for so long. Um the first, it, basically what the documentary is about is it um, is basically these women um, talking about what happened to them, what he had done to them. There's some artists in the music industry right now um, talking about what he's done and the things that he's gotten away with. Uh, some people that were, there's one guy that was uh, formerly worked for him. Um, he kept his uh, name and face private, but talking about the things that he's done. If you don't know, um, R. Kelly would take... This was, uh, well, the start off. He basically trained up-and-coming musician Aaliyah. Um, she was 15 years old, and um, if you don't know, she passed away mm. young. But um, he was mentoring her, um, and he got physical in an intimate way. Um, with her and she was a minor um, probably started around the time she was 14 or so uh, she was 15 when she was 15 um, he'd gotten to a point um, where one of his uh, I think I don't know if it was his security uh, I think it was like his agent uh, and a really close friend of his he told him we got to get married because he thought she was pregnant um, but for the longest time like they would like they went on um like not TRL but uh BET would do like and this was with Alia mm, Alia mm. or Alia yeah this um, was back in ninety four yeah and so yeah so like when it it started as far as we know um they would just like tell people and like news reporters and stuff who asked that they were just friends they were just really good friends and he was just mentoring her mind you he was twenty seven years old mm-hmm. and she was fifteen um he told. You know, so everyone on his staff, like, you know, they thought they're just friends, blah, 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 except for the people who were close to him, really close to him and really knew him. Um, He told this guy, we got to get married. I think she's pregnant. So he went and forged some documents and they got married when she was 15. I know. They said they they forged her to make her 18 on that. And that got annulled in 95. Yeah, it was like it was a couple months later. Um, basically the, what he, the things that he had done would be, he would lurk outside of the high schools. Um, he'd go into the high schools and he'd just, uh, pick up girls and, you know, he could do this because he was R. Kelly and like he was uh, this famous musician. Um, a lot of star status. Yeah. A lot of the things that he would do would revolve around taking these girls and telling them that, you know, I'm, I'm going to make you a star. And then he would, um, I hate to use the term, but kind of sort of enslaved them. Um, He had them, like, living in his house at some point. Uh. Uh, It got to the point where he did not feed them. His, uh, he got married again, and his ex-wife was on the documentary. They have, what, two kids together? Um, Something like that. Yeah. Uh, But it's just, it's just a culminate culmination 
of like the stories that no one believed like it kind of just talks about why he never got caught and i think it's true um he, he i mean he got caught i mean there was a tape mm-hmm. the everyone's heard about the p tape um and it's bad and i realized while watching this wow i'm kind of a part of the problem because this p tape came out right and and the p tape is what it is is him performing sexual acts and peeing in the mouth of a 14 year old girl and when people saw it, like he denied that it was him people saw it and laughed um dave Chappelle made uh, a parody of it called pee on you and like i remember um I was watching it and I was remembering a couple of years ago, I was in Walmart and I saw an R. Kelly CD and I, I sent a snap to my mom and I was like, look at R. Kelly chilling back like he ain't pee on that girl. And like, I was making a joke about it, but like, you don't really understand how serious it is. Like, he raped these women. Mm-hmm. Um, he made them have sex with each other and him. Like, he made some of the women... Who were and it wasn't just minors. That's the thing. That's what um, he some of. So one of the girls was what like nineteen at the time. Another girl was fourteen, and so he was having sex with all of these different girls, um, essentially setting up a sex cult. Yeah. He would control them and manipulate them, and 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 the worst part is that one of the girls that he met um, was at his trial Jesus. for being. Um, charged with like <coughs> sexual misconduct with a minor and it's just like no one no one in the hip-hop community believed him and no one cared because they, they talked about the, how the song i believe i can fly came out man i thought r kelly had been like arrested for years no. now no and that's the thing no he hasn't been arrested the thing is a he's, lot of these he settled like 10 or 11 times out of court with exactly a lot of, it's just uh, exactly because of the money because of I the just, money. And 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 part of the reason is because it was black women that he was doing it to and black girls. And I hate to be I hate to say this but no one cared. Mm-hmm. No one really like was like, "Oh, he's taking you little black girls like we need to stop him." No. I um it's just disgusting. I was disgusted watching the whole thing because it's told from like, it's not just like his friends talking about what they witnessed. It's the women coming forward saying, this is what happened to me. And so um, like this documentary came out over the weekend. Um, I think it was two on Thursday, two on Friday, two on Saturday with an encore on Sunday showing them all over again. Um, and so do you remember a while back, we talk, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but how I think we did how Spotify was starting to ban certain artists oh, yeah. and they had banned R. Kelly. He was one of the or ones. not banned him, but like they decided that they were not going to promote his music right. anymore. Um, so uh, two radio stations in Dallas just banned him, like they're yeah. not going to play his music anymore. Um, that's going to be uh, K104 and then the, there's KRNB, yeah. Um, they decided to drop his music from their playlists um, due to the outpouring concern from their listeners regarding his sexual assaults of underage girls. Um, 
in, I don't understand how Predator can get away with this for so long. I mean, obviously, I, it's because of his star status, but, yeah. like... Well, and I think a lot of this, like, <sighs> he's done. Like, he is hashtag canceled. Yeah. I will never listen to another like, I thought he, I thought he had been, like I said, I thought he'd been arrested for at least 10 years now. Well, no, and see, that's the thing. He kept getting away with it. And it's like, there's still people out there who don't believe him or who don't believe the women and, and, and think that he's just making it up. See, maybe if it was just like one person, maybe I could be like, you know what? Mm. Yeah, but there's so many allegations. But 20 plus. And, it's, and, it's and there's like, come proof. On. And so... Um, yeah, I, I, I did mean, just the video alone. I did watch the documentary and I did uh, cry a little bit, but it was talking about how at one point his record company, like when the tape came out, they said um, one of the artists said they told me they don't care if it's him on the tape because he's making them so much money that it didn't matter. Huh. And like they also mentioned how you know, the versatility of him, like the fact that like he's got these songs like Ignition and then the remix, like the remix to Ignition and he's done all these different songs. And then I Believe I Can Fly, mm-hmm. like because his music is raunchy. Yeah. And then there's I Believe I Can Fly. Well, I mean, he's, which, I mean, he is a true R&B artist. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's getting played at church. That's getting played at graduations and, and, and middle schools and elementary schools. But the things that this man has done... Yeah. And so um, if you are not super, super fan of heart, um, if you think that you can handle it, I advise everyone to watch it. Um, the The good thing that came out of it was, um, and he's still doing it. It's not like it's something in his past. He's still currently doing yeah, it. Yeah, no. I'd seen like um, he, the most recent one was like, I believe, 2017. Well, in the documentary, the documentary takes place, um, I want to say, through like, May, June, maybe July of 2018. April. And and so one of the girls um, in the end, because what will happen is he'll take these girls and they may be 17 at the time, 18. um, They'll go to school, do whatever, and then, you know, go with him. The parents haven't seen them. One girl, her parents hadn't hadn't seen her parents in two years um, just because he was controlling them that much. And she had heard that her daughter, something came out on TMZ, um, and she had heard that her daughter was, you know, there. And so they went to go find her and and get her. And she had seen, they went to the hotel where her daughter was staying. And um, she had, like, told them that she was trying to, you know, just trying to see her, trying to surprise her for Mother's Day. Yeah. And um, in the end, she ends up leaving with them. And that that was their goal. But she was just saying how that was the hardest decision that she'd ever had to make. Because when you're that young and you're that impressionable, you like yeah. that is all you know. And when he's promising you these things and he's got you set in this mind way, because it was 100% master manipulation. It... And so, I don't know. It's just like I said, it's not very not for the very faint of heart. It's a, it's a, a very emotional and... Um, it just makes you like think like I think I definitely think that like the Me Too movement and like mm-hmm. Time's Up and stuff is has contributed to a lot of this like, you know, stepping up and he's denying it. It says in 2008 he was acquitted on 14 charges of child pornography. How? How do you get away with 14? How do you get acquitted from child porn? 
Yeah. Not just once, but 14 times. You have child porn that you do. Like, and, and the worst part, I, don't I know. keep saying and the worst part, because there's so many bad parts. There's no good part to this. But he would videotape them. Yeah. Without so their permission. I, so I don't understand how, like I said, like I, I thought he'd been in jail. I don't no. Know. And no, and he keeps getting away with it. And I think that uh, part of the documentary is like the hip hop community, the radio community, the black community, they're all talking about how they kind of let him get away with it. Well, the Service Broadcasting Corporation suggests that like the op- public opinion around the singer's alleged sexual abuse may be changing among core R&B fans after the airing of Surviving R. Kelly. Yeah. So, I yeah. Mean, and a lot of like artists like John Lennon was on it talking about it um, and talking about him and how basically he's trash. They um, should just uh, find out who all was was a part of this and like all the music, everything, that all his royalties should just go to them. Yeah, I agree. Um, Chance the Rapper talked about a little bit about how he did a song with him a couple of years ago and how he regrets it. Um, he said something to the terms of, I think that because of the way that black women are seen in the media and the way that, you know, you're supposed to, like, because it's kind of like a black culture thing that, like, we protect our own because of so many things that have happened. We want to defend black men and not always make them look like the bad guy, yeah. you know? But sometimes they are the bad guy. And so he was basically saying that, like, this was a moment that everyone needs to, like, step up and, like, he is a bad man and we need to stop him. Yeah. I'm done with him. I haven't listened to R. Kelly in so long, but I, I won't ever again. Um, See, luckily, I never, I never really enjoyed his music anyway. So yeah, it's easy for me. I don't. Um, like I said, he's he's denying everything. Yeah, and I just don't he's understand just, that. He's like, Roman free in Atlanta. He keeps getting caught. I mean, I don't honestly, it's all it's definitely on the um, like sh- this. Is one of the reasons I dislike lawyers. Well, yeah. I mm-hmm. uh, I just it's 2019. There's no way he's gonna get away with it now. Um, 100. He's not. Um, I think that these two radio stations, and I'm proud that they were in Texas, um, are banning him and saying we're done with him. Um. I think that there's only more to come. Yeah. And so I agree. I am happy with that outcome. So let's move on from that news. Something a little um a little bit not, better. It's not happier really, but well, um got, we, Mother Russia. <laughs> we got the well we got the um the Coachella twenty nineteen headliners. Oh, yeah, okay, that's happy. <laughs> so we got Childish Gamino, mm-hmm. Ariana Grande, and Tame Impala, which I personally um I've never really heard of Tame Impala. I'm, I'm assuming they're more of a, um, um, I don't know, alternative rock. Maybe no, I think guy? that they're. I feel like they're a Latin artist. Actually. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. I think it's Tommy. It might be. You might be right. No, it's but, no. They're a rock band. You're right. Okay. A psychedelic rock band. Okay. Yeah, I, I knew there's some sort of weird. I mean, I guess would they be psychedelic rock? So could that be kind of like uh, Pink Floyd? <laughs> But it's a historic moment for Ariana Grande. Again, like, you know, 2018 wasn't her year. It's going to be 2019 now, too. Yeah, right. But um, she's the fourth female performer to ever headline the festival after Beyonce, Lady Gaga, and York. 
And it makes her it makes sense. Her recent album, Sweetener, reached number one, and she got another album titled Thank You Next, and that's ready to go at any moment. But she doesn't seem so far fetched that and that'll be around April. So I mean, we'll see. Um I mean Coachella is that's in April anyway, so we'll see. Is she gonna drop that album before Coachella or is she gonna do it at Coachella? Or is she gonna happen after Coachella? What do you think? I feel like she's going to do it, uh, like, this is what I would do, right? I'd do it a week before, mm-hmm. so the diehard fans can know a couple of your new songs, so that you can perform, perform some new songs at Coachella. Well, I mean, we already know Thank You Next. Is... I mean, 100%. <laughs> um, I would do it before. That thing's already, like, this is just going to be like Scorpion. It's already going to be a platinum, simply because of the singles. Yeah, and what... Ariana Grande just came out with an album. Sweetener came out this year. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 last year. But the end of 2018. Yeah. So we're already getting another album. And I think that, uh, like, I follow her on Twitter. And so, like, I see her tweets and, like, she's not okay right now as far as, oh, yeah. like, emotional wise. Well, I know she just had but... to cancel um, a concert in Vegas. I think it was Vegas because of emotional, like. Like, she's going through it. But I like that she's not. To me, it seems like she's not. Uh, like other artists and I think she's obviously not going to do this because she's going to be smart about it because of the situation that just happened with Mac but like yeah. she's not turning to drugs she's not turning to alcohol I, know, I hope she she's, stays safe and healthy she's channeling it into her music and I like that I mean that's good for the fans because it gets us more music and it's good for her because it's a good outlet so yeah. and another new uh, another new album we have coming out is by uh, Melanie Martinez and if you don't remember her she was one of my artists I believe like, like on one of the earlier episodes that we have and it's going to be titled K-12, through and uh, it was listed as one of the upcoming projects by the video producer Zelensky. So um, if you haven't heard her, she's uh, definitely pop. Um, like I said, this is – we had talked about how, like, I was like, man, I don't really listen to pop. And then I really you sat do. down and thought about it. I was like, yeah, I actually, I actually listen to quite a bit of pop. Dude, she <laughs> had some rape allegations too. Did you know that? What? Yeah, I knew that. I oh remember hearing about God. it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, by her best friend. That makes me mad, man. Yeah. Because I liked her. Yeah. Um, I don't know what came at the bottom of it. Um, they I were mean, just allegations. Yeah, I was I about to say, if, I know they're just allegations. I don't know man. if, um, I don't know if, um, charges were pressed. I don't think they were because I think that, um, this person just wrote a story about it and I think it was just an incident that happened. No, they talk about, okay, it's like, during their relationship like they were like friends and then I think uh, maybe she wanted to be girlfriends and she yeah, like pushed this button and um, I think it was more of like an uncomfortable situation that they didn't know how to say um, no to and didn't say and, and said no to anyways and she pressed it but um, well, yeah I, I remembered that happening I think that not going back to the R. Kelly thing, but I think, but when people talk about how, um, how, oh, so are we just going to cancel everyone who has done something bad? In my opinion, this is going to sound rude, but yeah, I don't think that, like, R. Kelly's livelihood is from his music. The, he makes the money from his music. I don't think that he should be able to make this money anymore. It's It's the same way, like, if you... If you get into a car and you drink and drive and you get into an accident, mm. you lose your license. You lose your way of 
getting going around, getting to your job, things like that, it affects your life and, and it makes you think about that every day. I think the same should happen. I think that like okay. I think he should be taken off the radio airwaves and I okay, think they were found to be false. They were Mel- found to be false. On Melanie Martinez. Okay. Th- thankfully. I was like, dude, I okay. can't I remember the allegations that happened. I didn't know whether they were confirmed or not. And but... uh, everybody except for R. Kelly's sake um, you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, 100%. I, th- I believe that you're innocent until proven guilty, but I think you have to take a look. Even, But sometimes people who are proven not guilty are still guilty. I think there's proven guilty in law, mm-hmm. in, co- like in court, and mm-hmm. then I think there's proven guilty not by association but by, like, your actions. Because just be- okay, just because a lawyer says you're not guilty, like R. Kelly, he got oh, acquitted yeah. of those oh, charges. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, he got acquitted in court, but he's guilty as yeah, I mean, you know I mean, we had that, uh, if the glove don't fit, you must. Must quit. yeah. yeah. Well, like, that glove fit to a T, but you know what I mean. So, I mean, <sighs> like I said, I, so I don't totally agree with the court system, but yeah, I, I think, mean. I think our criminal justice system has definitely got some work to do. But, but I mean, um, whose doesn't? So, I mean, right. I'm going to say we're human beings, so we all make mistakes. And of course, I mean, definitely in those trials that you have the. Um, I can't remember. The, These trials are really about who has the best lawyer. Yeah. Oh, which whoever lawyer can emotionally spin the um, jury to Absolutely. vote how they want it to. Not to go there, but George Zimmerman got off for shooting a kid in the back. So. Yeah, was, I mean, it's a lot. I'm mean, just. Uh. But um, on to some more some funny news, <laughs> I guess. I got some sports news for you. All righty. What we got? So the playoffs are happening right now. Um. I'll embarrass Bob a little bit later, but so basically the Eagles and the Bears were playing. I want to say it was Sunday, but like I know the Cowboys played on Saturday and we play again on Saturday. And so like I, but this I believe was Sunday. Um, it was just, it was a game. Um, it was an interesting game. The final score was, I think, what was it? I think it was like 15, 16. Um, the Bears lost. Their kicker had one job. <laughs> he missed the field goal. He hit the upright, and I think he hit the goalpost too. Yeah, he hit the upright, hit the goalpost, and bounced back. And bounced back, right? So, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't condone berating, like, NFL players and all this stuff, but, like, you do get paid, paid millions, millions of dollars, dollars to, to do that one thing. To, like, kick a ball. So, see, like, your how... life isn't that hard. I need you to just do your job. That's every time I see those special team long snappers miss a snap, and I'm like, dude, that's your only that's thing. That's the only thing you come on the field you for. You get paid millions of dollars to literally throw that ball down ba- back towards the kicker. Like, just do that. Well, Cody Parkey, right? He's the kicker for mm-hmm. the Bears. Who missed that field goal? So this deleted guy, his Twitter, Facebook, literally everything. Get off. I mean, he should have. <laughs> well, this guy, his name is Zach Rosenblatt. His brother decided to Venmo him eight dollars and said, "Beer on me, thanks, man." He like he Venmoed him beer money, basically, and so a bunch of fans just started Venmoing him. A bunch of Eagles fans Heck started yeah, Venmoing man. him, saying, "Thank you so much," and like, I think it. I, think I mean, I'd, I'd be like, you know what? I mean, like, I think it's funny. I might not be coming back next year, but, you know, at least I'm getting this money. No, he should be fired 100%. But um, I think it's funny that, number one, people are just like, thanks, bro. Fly equals flyer. Thanks for the dub. Or, like, for the love of the city. 
are for Krista and your future endeavors. So I guess this one's he said for his wife. Double doink, Dirk. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck, my man. Shots on me. Somebody said laces out. (laughs) Damn. But so I just thought it was funny that people are actually Venmoing him like uh, Jordan Rosenblatt started it, but people started Venmoing him like beer money and stuff. And um, I watched a video. It was just him like um, like people were just like asking him about the kick. And he's just like, you can't make this up. I feel terrible. I let the team down. You 100 percent did. And um, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. But also speaking of kickers who let their teams down. <laughs> so. The Dallas Cowboys are a disappointment every year. You know, I'm a Cowboys fan, and people are like, uh, people are haters of the Dallas Cowboys. You either love us or you hate us. There's no, like, in between. I, I mean, care less. you're indifferent, but you're a Houston Texans fan. You know what well, I mean? So, no, like, I'm not. A, okay. I like, just like the Rockets, I like certain players. Like, I like J.J. Swat, because the guy's Swat, a madman. J.J. Watt. And then, obviously, for the Rockets, is the beard. Yeah. I mean, but think about it. Like, other than those, I mean, we don't really have any athletes. Yeah. So, my my team's the Patriots, and we're still in there. Ew. That is disgusting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see, see who's hating who. I'm <laughs> playing. I'm kidding. I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm no, kind sh- of a hater to the Patriots. Yeah, I know you bit. are. You want to talk about real hate, hater like them? It's no, the no, Patriots. No, 100%. The, no, I'm not kidding. The Dallas Cowboys and... The New England Patriots are like the, the most, most yeah. loved or hated football franchises. And so um, the Eagles, we played the Eagles this weekend and we won, boy. So we're still in it. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to jinx it or anything. Uh, we got the but, Rams, right? You said? Yeah, yeah, the Rams this weekend, which I'm scared about. We might be able to do it. I'm scared. I'm not going to say nothing. But the kicker um, for Seattle, we were uh, we were pretty up the whole game but it was close it was a close mm-hmm. game um we were up what like a touchdown and a half or so i think we were up like 10 points okay at the end yeah we were and so um the kicker for the eagles had gotten hurt but like like their field goal kicker yeah but like he hurt himself so when he went to do um, an extra point kick it the extra point was good it was either an extra point or a field goal one of the two he hurt himself he like pulled something in the in his kicking leg I think it was this kicking leg. It might have been his other leg, honestly. Well, I had seen one crazy injury that, from this past week. I don't think. He hurt himself, though. So that left them without a kicker, without a field goal kicker, because it just so happens that their other kicker, their punter, he, um, <clears throat> well, their backup kicker, I think he was the one who was punting. But um, he played rugby. He's from Australia, and he plays rugby. So the only thing that he knows how to do is drop kick. And you can drop kick in the NFL. That's fine, but you like drop kicking a field goal. It's not going to work. That used to be like a three point. They used to be able to like, or no, it was like a two point. They could drop kick it, and it would be worth two points in the extra point instead of one. Really? Yeah, that was like a long time ago, eighty, ninety years ago. Well, I mean, I hate to say it, but their kicker getting hurt really helped us. Helped us because they weren't able to go for field goals anymore and so um there's a couple minutes left in the game and it's 14 24 and they end up going down and scoring and then they had to go for the two and they got the two it was 22 24 um there's like i want to say like a minute and a half left or so and so it gets down to like okay um if you're the seahawks you're 100 percent gonna onside kick the ball so you, mm-hmm. you can have a chance to get it back and then you're not going to kick a field goal, you're going to have to go for the touchdown. But 
Well, uh, they said that they had worked on like drop kicks on side with him, but I do not think they did. <laughs> he literally he drop kicks it to the thirty. Like it doesn't roll or anything. It goes up into the air. Cole Beasley catches it. Boom. And he's just like, come and, on. And then we kneel, and that's game over. So the Dallas Cowboys will play on Saturday, and we'll play the. No, we play the Chargers. Is it the Chargers? Which is the Chargers big because then they're fighting for. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's the Rams that y'all play next. Because the Chargers, this is the last year. Uh, is it the Chargers that I'm thinking of that they they're moving to Vegas? No way. I don't. Or is it the Ra- No, it's the Raiders. The Raiders are moving to. Um, Really? Vegas. Yeah, we, pl- sure. we play the Rams. We play yeah. the Rams. Okay. seven At 7.15 on Saturday, so I'm going to be up in front of my TV for sure. Um, but, no, it was a really good game to watch, especially as a Cowboys fan who, who was able to have a little bit of hope. So, uh, you know, we'll see how mm-hmm. this goes. But um, Yeah, Oakland Raiders relocation to Las Vegas. Oh, that's cool. Well, because, yeah, because there's three... NFL teams in California right now because there's Oakland, there's the Los Angeles Rams, and then the Los Angeles Chargers because the Chargers just moved from L.A. No, the Rams just moved to L.A. from St. Louis. Mm. I don't which I mean, whatever. Do you, I guess. Um, and then one of my other stories is um, a man was beaten after trying to rob UFC fighter Pollyanna Viana oh, yeah, and Rio de Janeiro. Just... <laughs> yeah, so like he's just like trying to rob this woman, come up in this into UFC, her house. and she just beat the dude. Crap look at, out. Look at yeah. his, his face. Yeah, I'm surprised he looked that good. Oh, he's TBH. not. He didn't the next day. Look all that blood on his shirt. I think it's so. It's not funny, but I think that karma's. I, real, I think that's dude. hilarious. Are you kidding me? I think if karma... you're gonna go rob somebody and you get your beat down i think that's i definitely think that's funny this headline says a would-be thief tried to rob a woman standing on her own in rio turned out she was ufc uh strawweight fighter pollyanna vienna who proceeded to clobber and restrain the mugger before the police arrived beat him to death man she said he was really close to me so i thought if it's a gun he won't have time to draw so i stood up i threw two punches and a kick he fell then i caught him in a rear naked choke then i sat him down in the same place we were and said, now we'll wait for the police. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Dude, that's hilarious. I love this, I like, th- the, the self-defense that she was able to have. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I, mean, I think if you're going to rob somebody, you deserve to get beat, dude. I'm also, sorry. this guy is just like, he didn't know what was coming. <laughs> and that's probably the best thing. He probably no, woke yeah. up like, what? Woke up in the cop car like, uh, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Um. Al- the al- uh, my last story was about... Alabama and Clemson in the national championship Clemson, game. dude. Dude, I don't like Alabama with a passion. I will never go to Alabama. I don't think that. I think that if you get a degree from Alabama, from the University of Alabama, you're not getting a degree. Um, because they're dumb. I'm just kidding. If you're from <laughs> Alabama. But no, 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 no. I like their, I think their athletic programs are great. I just like, I stereotype the state. I do. Like people talk crap about Texas. Okay, but at they're least. Right. Ed, I mean, like, you can talk crap about me all you want, but at least I'm not from Alabama. So could be worse. Could be from California. I mean, I mean, at least they're doing something about the environment. I like what is Alabama doing that's good for anyone besides playing football, producing some good players. But like, I mean, that's basically what we do in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> 
but we yeah. have oil. We make better barbecue. We have oil. That too. Well, okay. So that's here's my question. So <clears throat> we have the we have the um, Raiders moving. Yeah. To Vegas, right? Well, the Houston Oilers moved and they became the uh, Tennessee Titans. So, do you think they're going to retain their name, or do, they, do you think they're going to completely change? I think, I think they should change their name. The Vegas, the Vegas Knights. I'm yeah, I was, I, I was going to say something with Knights. I'm like, what? what would well, they... I mean, that's the hockey team. Exactly, I think they're be the cool. Golden Knights. I don't, I don't honestly know. I think that. The Knights would be cool. It's so Minutemen. to me. It's so weird to like be in a time where like these teams are still changing, because like the St. Louis Rams were the thing were a thing when I was growing up for the longest time. Like they just changed like what, yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm about to say they they were already the LA at one point, and then they changed, and then and they, they changed to St. Louis, and then they came back. It's like okay, and so I don't know. It's just strange to me to live in a time where like these teams are still changing their names. But um, see, that wouldn't be see. That's what I was thinking. I was, at this point in time, can you like the expense to change everything completely rebrand? Like all your fans will be like, ah. But yeah. at the same time, like I guess all their merch will kind of be like, yeah, their merchandise sales will go up. I mean, we got the Houston Oilers. They're like their jerseys still sell for a stupid amount. Oh, absolutely, and that's the thing. Like honestly, now is the time to get like. Oh, like even if you're not a fan of the Raiders, like get some, get yeah. a couple Oakland Raiders shirts yeah. because you're going to be able to sell those in 20 years. I think it's a good. I mean, I think I'm so, going to do that. Actually, I think a lot of teams need to rebrand anyway. Oh some, yeah, like I don't know. Some I don't us, think the Redskins should still be a. Team. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> yeah, do you think that's a little bit insensitive? Yeah, because I, I'm, I I'm a part Native American and I kind of do think. I mean, I think like I'm not, but. Just like, yeah, just yeah. when you think about it. Like, it's like, like oh. calling an Asian demon the yellow skin. Yeah, so I was like, like, do we have the yellow bellies too? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, the, I don't, yeah, it's a little bit insensitive. And people get mad, but like, or like the Cleveland like the Cleveland Indians, right? Yeah. They're, uh. But at least they're like. No, 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 the name is fine. Yeah. But they're mascots. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but it's are, not as bad as the Redskins mascot. No, no. By, by, at all. No, I like the Redskins mascot. But they, because it's an but Indian. At least the Indian, they got the tomahawk. Yeah. Because they, they're the ones that do that, right? Yeah, they're always like... Yeah, uh, I think that, like... I think the Redskins' name is offensive, but the uh, the Cleveland Indians' logo yeah. is offensive. So, like, I think they need to just change them to, like, the Washington Natives. There you go. Something, the Washington yeah. Natives, something like that. Washington. Or yeah, something. I don't know. Like that would be cool. Or like, and then Cleveland could still be the Indians, but like maybe do like the Redskins logo because mm-hmm. that's a good Native American logo. Well, I think. See, what I think would be really weird is if like a new NFL team just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. Because I mean, like you said, Vegas. They just made that. And well, a, or the hockey team that almost won the cup their first season. So, like, okay, um, there's 52 teams in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. There's not a team for every state, uh-uh. though. Well, you because, think like, about, Texas, we have two. You think about New England, the, uh, the New England Patriots. They're yeah. in Boston. That's for, like, all those 13 states. Yeah. Or all for them. And then Texas, we have two. Yeah. I mean. Uh, California got, has three. Yeah, I was going to say, Cali has three. Like, think about, okay, think about. And Philadelphia. Yeah. 
Think about it's we Pennsylvania, have, but yeah, Steelers and Pittsburgh. Yeah. So. So I mean, think think about just like baseball teams. We have three. Basketball teams. We have three. Like I don't. I don't know how we only have the stars now. I think right. Um. No, we have the. Oh no, because there's a team from Austin in there. Is there? I don't know. I know that we used to have the uh, Aviators in Houston. See, look at this logo. See, that's a to me yeah. that's a non-offensive logo. Yeah, that's fine. But like, she can't have the name. Yeah. So like, the Cleveland Indians use that mascot. Yeah, that'd yeah. be lit. And then like the Redskins just get a whole new rebrand. The Washington Natives. Yeah, they can keep the colors. Yeah, they can fine. keep it all too. Yeah. I don't know. I just like. And people are like, why is everyone so sensitive now? It's not sensitive now. I think that it's like... It's just... Back then, you were if you were Native American, you couldn't speak up about it. And now you can. Like, yeah. it, your voice didn't really matter. Like, come on. Even I can be like... Yeah, bop this, like, 6'2 white dude. Like, he's like, that's too far. 6'2, I'm 6'5. Oh, I'm sorry. The 6'5 white you. dude with brunette hair. Yeah, no. And eyes like the ocean. <laughs> No, your eyes aren't blue, are they? No, I have brown eyes. Ooh, I do too. <laughs> I was um, the upper echelon, okay? Oh. But I was just like, man, even I can see, look at that and be like, okay. Yeah, because it's just one of those names that you're just like, dude, like, come on. Like, if that ever got brought up, like, I wouldn't be outraged. If I saw it on TV, they're like, hey, they're looking at because of this. I could be like, all right, I agree with that. His name is Chief Wahoo. Come Wah- on. Like. I look like at, okay. I like their C logo. Look at that one. This one, dude. <sighs> I don't know. I agree. I was curious to see if they're going to change their name if they're going to stay with the. Uh, I think the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't like. I don't think that's a. The Vegas to Raiders. The casinos. <laughs> see, they should have the. Okay, you know what? They Honestly, should just though? be the Vegas Natives, man. Boom. No, I was going to say because. Indians are the ones who like created casinos, like natives. Yeah. So, I, but I I hate that stereotype though. Well, they get their money back. Oh yeah, I think they are going to change. Um, I know they've taken plenty of my money. <laughs> I think the Indians are going to change. Um, At least the mascot. Yeah, I think I think I saw a story about it. They're going to abandon Chief Wahoo next year. Ooh. So this, and this was January 29th, 2018. So, so it's going to be, see, and oh, I. Oh, yes. So they're going to stop using him on their uniforms in 2019. Sweet. So now is go. the time to go buy some Chief Wahoo stuff. Yeah. And sell it and sell it to your grandkids and be like, this is back when the U.S. was a little more racist than it is today. See, well, I agree with that. Like, I, it doesn't hurt my feelings one bit like not even if that was like my my team i wouldn't be like oh no mm. i'm like okay it's 2019 yeah yeah because even the players like it's you time gotta for be changes. like yeah it's definitely time for changes like i yeah. mean it's rebranding time anyways so yeah they can like i said just take the redskins logo be done with it man that's fine i don't yeah because honestly i don't think that the redskins logo is racist i think their no, name that's a very is I, I feel like that's a very good representation of a native american yeah, I think it's like, it's like having the Chicago Blackskins. Not like Chicago was just an example. Not that a lot of black people live in Chicago, but like, you know what I mean. Or like having a team called like the Browns. That's different. 
Yeah. Don't look. No, 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 no. The Browns, it stands for something else. Yeah, I was like, I know that's like some, I don't know. Um, what, I don't know what a brown is, though, honestly. I don't know. It's like... Their mascot is like a... Oh, my God. So, they it's debated if it's over the first coach and general manager, Paul Brown, or after the boxer, Joe Lewis, who was nicknamed the Brown Bomber. Okay. Is Joe Lewis from... I have no idea, Cleveland? but the team owner, Mickey McBride, conducted a fan contest in 1945, and the most popular submission was the Browns. Okay. What's their mascot? I mean, that's the one thing I can say about the Dallas Okay, Cowboys. but oh, then there's the elf, the brownie the elf. Who's the elf from? Uh, brownie is uh, elf. It's um, Nordic. It's their mascot is a dog. Okay, but they're saying there is like look up there. There's an elf. Look up, scroll up, see right there. Oh, right here. Yeah. Or to the right. Yeah. I can. Brownie the elf. Yeah. Oh, by 2019. Oh, it was April Fool's. Never mind. Um, the Cleveland Browns will have a live dog. Swagger is their mascot. Um. I don't. I don't understand. Oh, you mean this one? Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know. It's just something to think about, I guess. Yeah. I mean. I mean, we I got the, the Redskins are, ch- or not the Redskins, the um, Indians are changing their mascot, which is good. Yeah, so I'm going to go get some Indians merch. There you go. Uh, so. Sell it. Um, <laughs> it's, to me, it's funny that, like, in, like, 20 years, when I look back and be like, why was that for a th- Why was that a thing for so long? Well, it's just because it was like, I mean, when were, the, when were they? They probably were made in the 40s. Yeah, so, a long time ago. So it didn't really matter back then. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that's very true. Like racism was just a normal thing. Yeah, so, exactly. Back just, when it was, uh, it was normalized. normalized. Yeah, exactly. So, but um, but, we're right. gonna stop talking about racism. Yeah, and, that'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> end it with racism. So that'll basically, uh, yeah. Right. Well, at least we got something good. Like we can end it on that the Indians are yeah, changing their mascot. Changing so their that's mascot. good. It's 2019. Yeah. Thank you. Guys. It won't be Chief Wahoo anymore. So we'll keep you updated yeah, on we'll that. See what that is. And then, of course, um, like we said, we uh, next week we are starting up school again. So we'll kind of just get into our new year. Kind of talk about how. We might come in here and be on a soapbox for a little bit, but just bear with us. Maybe. I mean, my I mean, my New Year's resolution is to graduate this year, so, hey. Mine, too. <laughs> Mine, too. So, I, I to... think we're both on the same page on that one. Uh, yeah. So, um, thank you guys for listening in. Always um, a pleasure. Always and a pleasure. Just remember, we'll be here next week on Wednesday with another episode of Wave, Wave of the, the Planet. Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.